Hi guys, welcome to Skyvery. Um, today I have a confession to make. So if you didn't listen to the first, um, I guess, quote unquote season of Skyvery, you would know that I did seven episodes and then I just kind of vanished. <laughs> um, but if you worked on the production side of Skyvery, you're kind of like, were a guest, you would have known that I do episodes two at a time. So, meaning that I did um, episode seven and episode eight in the same week. Um, and I just kind of never put out episode eight. I just left on seven and said that I would do um, episode eight and I would do um, season two, like, really soon. Um, but I didn't. And I just left and I just kind of made a hiatus. So, today I have a really special kind of... Um, gift for you guys here is episode eight <laughs> um just kind of to preface this is gonna be a um, very more serious episode um i'm really thankful that i got to have yomar on the show um he's somebody that inspired me to do podcasting and to kind of have my voice out there with his own podcast um, even though no shade, it's very short-lived. <laughs> um, but if you do have the chance, please listen to Late Nights with Yomar. Um, and during my time when I got to interview slash have him on the podcast, we talked about some kind of serious stuff. I know that he's kind of known for um, breaking down like government topics or kind of like local issue topics that are um, more based in having like democratic values. So it's a very sticky subject. I, I wouldn't say it's more political, it's just more like having involvement and um, sticking up for your own rights. And that's something that we definitely talked about during um, this episode. So, um, oh my gosh, have I been like not speaking to the microphone the whole time? Okay, there we go. Um, so just a fair warning, I know that maybe I or him may be portrayed as kind of biased. Um, but I try my own best to um, be non-biased. Even back, I don't know, five, six months ago when I did the episode, um, I don't think that I had any particular like bias into um, anything that's different from my own belief right now. So um, I guess you could say that I stand up for what I said, <laughs> but also um, just a fair warning. Um, okay, and without further ado, I think that I'm going to go ahead and play the episode for you guys. Um, I might want to do like little interludes, um, bringing my own kind of thought into what I think about the episode, and then yeah. So without further ado, please enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Skyvery podcast for what is this, the eighth episode already? Wait, actually, yeah, it's the eighth episode. Um, today, we have a very special guest. Um, as you can see from the background, I am in the same location from last Tuesday's episode, which is Starbucks. But if you listen to that episode, you would know that this guest has actually been here doing a minor role already so if they want to introduce themselves hey my name is Yomar Aguilar um, sorry I'm speaking a little slowly I'm still trying to adjust myself to the system I can hear my voice so I don't know I feel like I have to speak slowly for it. it's tripping me out but I'll get used to it yeah great um I mean, speaking of podcasts, I actually asked you first um, for <laughs> podcast advice because I was thinking of starting my own podcast. I think that's just a little note to like put out there. Actually, if you listen to the first episode, I, was, I gave your podcast like a little shout out because I asked you. So that's yeah. sweet. Yeah, I do remember when, my, when I was doing my first episode, you did mention that you also wanted to start a podcast. Um, but you've been a lot more consistent than I have been with the podcast. <laughs> you know, it is a lot of work, as you do know. I, I imagine that you edit your, your audios and everything. You have to mesh everything together at the end of the day. So it is a lot of work. 
Um, but I'm currently working on another episode, so hopefully that'll get released soon. But I, to be fair, I have been saying that for the past three months. But in my defense, I do put a lot of time into the episodes. Yeah, I can imagine that you would do that because you seem like that type of person. Like I think <laughs> that you have dedication throughout a lot of what you do. Well, when I do something, I preferably like to do it correctly, you know. Especially since I'm putting myself out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully it'll come out soon. I, I mean, I'll, I'll keep you tuned. Great. And moving on, I mean, we just kind of like get into the topics. Uh, so. Well, I mean, you you have free range to ask what you wish. I don't know what you wanted to talk to. I, I, I mean, know you did okay. mention. Well, I think I mentioned this to a couple of my guests. Or not that I like talk to you about like all my guests. Yeah. But if I did want to do something like representation or like politics, <laughs> I would definitely think of going to you first. So, I know that the other day when we were, when I saw you here, we were talking something about, so when it comes to politics, it's a little bit more messy because there's a lot of factors that go into politics and um, sometimes it could be a little bit of a messy subject. Um, there's too many lingering factors and to be honest, I'm not too, too informed of politics. I know a thing or two. I think what would be more interesting is taking a little history lesson a dive into into uh, our judicial system i think that's that's the direction we should head on today all right yeah that sounds fine okay so i was thinking about before coming here um i was thinking about the constitution right so everyone knows the constitution very beloved document in our american history blah 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 people think it's this perfect document and to a certain extent it is a very very well written document i mean the people who wrote this document were no fools they they were brilliant minds but the constitution um has his flaws as every other document has, okay? And so what I wanted to focus on today um, was discrimination in our judicial system and how women uh, got uh, some justice under the Constitution, okay? Um, so that's what I wanted to focus on a little bit today. Um, so... I don't know. So a very confusing aspect of our constitution that I did not learn until like two, three years ago, that the constitution is not a lawmaking document. Okay. It does not grant you rights. That's not what the constitution is. It, it, it protects you. Okay. That's what it, imagine the constitution as a shield. And when I'm referring to the constitution, I'm mainly referring to the bill of rights. Okay. So, what is the what is the bill of rights doing all it's doing is placing itself in front of the full weight of the federal or state government it's standing between you and the federal government or the state government and it's putting a shield and it's saying you can or cannot do this okay so let's take the first amendment as an example um Everyone knows the First Amendment. It's freedom of speech and religion. The, the Constitution is not saying that people have the right to freedom of speech or religion. The Constitution is saying that the government shall not, it shall not violate the right of freedom of speech or religion, which is a very, very big distinction we should make. So it's not, it's not giving you, it's merely protecting you, okay? Um, same thing with, I don't know, let's think, the Fourth Amendment, another big um, amendment in the Bill of Rights, uh, which, Ricky, you're giving me a funny look right now. I, I feel like no, I'm... I mean, okay. So... I'm going on a tangent here. you got to stop no, me. I mean, thank you for going on these tangents, actually. These are very important things. Um, 
giving me very much Mr. Santana vibes. Thank you. <laughs> um, and by the way, that's a history teacher from our school. Um, no, but I mean, thank you for going into the Bill of Rights. You can continue. I didn't mean to chuckle. <laughs> okay, so what was going on is the Fourth Amendment, for example, right? Right. It, it, it protects you from the government intruding on any people and their persons, their property, and uh, their papers, okay? Right. So, again, this whole theme of a shield, you should really keep this in mind when I'm talking about the rest of the of this uh history dive that we're going to go into right now okay okay so now let's shift a little bit to our judicial system okay our judicial system is inherently discriminatory and that's not necessarily a bad thing all right we discriminate every day especially in our judicial system and it's good if applied correctly and what do i mean by that we treat adults differently from minors in our judicial system. We treat first-time offenders differently from repeated offenders in our judicial system. We treat people with intellectual disabilities differently from people who have no intellectual disabilities. So we discriminate all the time in the judicial system. And in our law, okay, discrimination is allowed and it should be allowed under certain circumstances now what it is not allowed is discrimination based on race for example um, the 14th amendment completely abolished discrimination based on race so the 14th amendment was established and it said that the people have uh, rights and and at this time it was alluding to black people because this was after the civil war when this was passed but for the longest time in our history, for the longest time in our history, take a wild guess on who did not enjoy these rights enshrined under the 14th Amendment. Yeah, you can take a wild guess. Are you like having a like... Yeah, what are you yeah, trying to do? Huh? What are you trying to do? I'm asking you a question. Like, take a wild guess on who didn't enjoy the rights so I mean, discrimination was was forbidden under under race, okay, right. okay. and class. Right. So social economic status cannot play a role into discrimination. So we got race, uh, social economic status. There's one missing. Let me give you a hint. It starts with it's a it's an activity people do for fun. Sex. Okay. Se but in this case, I mean sex as in gender. Um, right. Yeah. Which, to be more correct, is just gender. Yeah, just gender. But in this time, when the Fourteenth Amendment was passed, it was mainly known as sex. So either, um, so what it was saying is that women did not enjoy the rights under the Fourteenth Amendment. Right. Okay. So they could be discriminated all the time, and the law allowed it. There was no protections for women. I mean, it wasn't until 1919, which was more than 40 years after the 14th Amendment was passed, that women enjoyed the right, well, white women enjoyed the right to vote under the 19th Amendment. Okay, so now let's go a little bit further. Women could be discriminated, but how could they be discriminated? In any way. Think of any way they could be discriminated at work. So a boss fired a, 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 a woman from her job uh, and it was blatant discrimination. There was no protections enshrined upon her. So she could be fired with no retaliation. Okay. So when did this all start to change? Well, there is a movement in the 1960s where um, feminist activists tried to pass the ERA. Uh, the e Equal Rights Amendment, okay? Uh, this amendment aimed to add the word sex to the Constitution and so that women could also enjoy the same protections as men did, okay? So this was the whole idea on the ERA. Uh, are, we, are you following me so far? I am following along. Okay. I'm enjoying it. So... 
Unfortunately, the ERA never got passed. To pass an amendment, you need three fourths of a state of the states in the United States to actually uh, pass it. Uh, they got three states short. They needed 38 states. They were only able to get 35. So the ERA was a dead amendment, no longer existing. They killed it off. So how do you do it now? If you couldn't get an amendment passed through Congress to help women enjoy these protections under the law, then how do you do it? So here comes the notorious Ruth Bader Ginsburg. All right, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with her. This yes. really girl yeah. boss justice that recently died, I believe it was last year or two years ago? Yeah. Give us a, a brief synopsis for our international service. Uh, well, Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, was the second woman on the Supreme Court after Sandra Day O'Connor. Uh, she was a uh, quote-unquote progressive on the court, which means that she ruled in cases that favored a lot of progressive ideals when it came to labor, uh, criminal uh, rights, uh gay marriage, all these very progressive movements she played a pivotal role in, okay? Um, she was an outstanding attorney before she came into the Supreme Court. Uh, she was head of the ACLU. Um, so sh she, was, she was a great woman for her time, and she really progressed the court into a more progressive um, direction. So that's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Now, at this time when the ERA was killed, she was merely an attorney for the ACLU. And so she started thinking to herself, okay, the ERA is a killed amendment. What do we do now? What do we do now? So she had this genius idea. What if instead of going through Congress to pass the ERA or to get uh protections from discrimination what if we go through the judicial branch instead all right and so there's this thing in the judicial branch where it's called constitutional testing okay so you'll bring a case up to the supreme court so that the court sort of rules on this case in a way that will amend the constitution without bringing congress uh, into the equation. This is the same thing that happened with gay marriage in 2015. Okay, we remember that. So they tested it, the constitutional test case. They took it all the way up to the Supreme Court. And the court ruled, luckily, because it could have gone both ways. I mean, it's a slippery slope. The court ruled that gay marriage is a constitutionally protected activity under the Constitution. <laughs> it so, is. So, I was talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? right yeah. And so, this is where I was alluding to. Basically, she wanted to take a case up to the Supreme Court, right? Okay. A case that would end sex discrimination, okay? okay. Yes, let's go for that. So, how do you do that? It's the 1970s. Okay. The Supreme Court is an all-male, all-white court. All right. Nine men up in there with their high robes, making decisions. They were a pretty conservative court, too, okay? Okay. So, how do you do it? How do you end gender discrimination at this time? So, this is what Ruth Bader Ginsburg did. She heard of Stillwater, Oklahoma. Stillwater, Oklahoma is hometown to Oklahoma State University. And in Oklahoma at that time, women of the age of 18 could buy alcohol. Men had to wait until 21 years of age to buy alcohol. Isn't that interesting? That I bet you didn't know that. Yeah, okay. So the reason for this, I mean, it was a lot of gender stereotypes. Um, women are, are more mature at that time than men. They're more responsible. Men were seen to be more of this uh, irresponsible figure. All that fun stuff, right? Um, so what Ruth Bader Ginsburg saw, she saw an opportunity, okay? Because, Ricky, when you look at this, when you see that women at the age of 18 could buy alcohol, 
but men had to wait until the age of 21. What is that? Discrimination. That is, that's exactly yeah. right. That's discrimination. But discrimination against whom? Um, In this case, it would be men yeah. instead of women. So Ruth Bader Ginsburg took this opportunity. And so she didn't necessarily represent this case, but she did have a hand, hands in it. And so this case made it all the way up Where's to the Supreme phone? Court. Okay. And basically the argument was that you cannot discriminate against men in this instance. Because men had to wait until four years after, well, three years after women to be able to buy alcohol. And the court ruled they ruled in their favor and after that day gender discrimination became a little bit more illegal and so that's how gender discrimination was partially ended in 1976 in the small town of stillwater oklahoma because men were being discriminated isn't that ironic that's a really good story it is a good story yeah um Hmm. I, re I really have to think about that like think about the takeaways obviously it's um it's uh i don't know i never like really sat down and think about like discrimination is something that people don't talk about mm -hmm. and it just kind of like goes under the radar for so many years i mean like we're talking about 1960s 70s whatever but still like at that time um, we can draw some parallels from their everyday life to our everyday life. And it's it's almost disturbing thinking about not having um, what we have right now. It's, yeah, definitely. So um, I, think, I think in some aspects, uh, the United States has progressed a little bit when it comes to gaining these sorts of rights. Our, our laws are supposed to be and the key word is supposed to be supposed to uh, yeah. they're supposed to be what's the word I'm looking for uh, unemotional in the sense that it doesn't it shouldn't take the character of someone into account yeah when they're making the law does that make sense yeah, yeah, yeah. so for the longest time, I mean, gay people didn't have rights. You had black people who didn't have rights. Uh, women didn't have rights. And so that's when I when I started talking about the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. That's why, it's, that's when you start thinking, okay, okay, I guess it's a good document, but for the sake of what excluding so many people from right. protections it, it only benefited who it only benefited white men right and sometimes it'll only benefit white rich men and so you gotta ask yourself who was this document ratified for was it for the people i don't think it was i mean at the time that it that they wrote we the people the three-fifths clause was written into the constitution too so i don't think it was for we the people either so that's where i think i draw the line when really upholding the brilliance of the founding fathers when it's in reality it's kind of bs wow yamar thank you so much for that insight we're actually going to go ahead and take a little break, and we're actually going to be back, and we can talk more about what you want to talk about. Hell yeah. Okay. I think, think I know, sorry, it's Ricky. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry. Okay. So I think that talking about these type of topics um, can kind of get really sticky. And for me, for example, like, I never really, like, my genuine reaction was, like, really being pensive during that time in, in the in the talk with Yomar. Um, and kind of along the same leaf, like we never really take a grander look at like what is given to us and what is being earned. Um, and yeah, so I guess this is the end of the break. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, Yomar, that was such an interesting talk. It was it was very it. I mean wow, that's what can I say? You're such an intriguing person. You're like <laughs> Thanks. the best person ever. I'm flattered. Speaking of the best person ever, you help out the homeless, don't you? Or you know what? Let me rephrase that. You help out the unhoused. The unhoused and I don't know what other terms. Sorry. Yeah, so we started a group called Familia El Valle. I don't know if you're interested. Uh, well, not only interested, but familiar with it. I don't know if you've seen it circling on- online. You, you've definitely seen you it because I've seen I you have... like the tweets. Well, if we're going to go into the tweets, I have liked tweets. Yes. Um, By the way, my Twitter is hilarious. Just I was this... going to say your Twitter is a little bit problematic. My Twitter? But... How is my Twitter problematic? If anything, if anything, it's a, it's a ray of sunshine. Wear my hug at your honor. What's up? Where am I? Oh my god, honor. that's funny. I, that's not problematic. Okay, I'm just kidding. I, well, I mean, I can pull up some tweets, but I don't want to. <laughs> I'm sure anyone could. I'm sure anyone could, but I don't think we would want to do that. <laughs> anyways, anyways, Familia del Valle, where did that start? Where is it going? Oh, yeah, so that started. Oh, wow, it's almost going to be a year. That's amazing. That started last year, so. um. Just a quick background story. I was entering in and out, and there's this lady. She was on the house. Um, she was, I mean, we're talking about this was November here. Right. And it was freezing outside. Cold. And she was she was half naked. Okay. I mean, she didn't even really have a bra. Oh. And so she was shivering. Queen. Yeah, I mean, enough. in some aspects, sure. But, I mean, she was shivering and really cold. And so I thought to myself, we should, we should start a blanket drive. That was my first initial thought. I remember that. I remember I, we that. should start a blanket drive. And so I, I told a couple of my friends, I was like, hey, like, you know what? Let's start a blanket drive. Yeah. You know, get, get people, like, get the word out, you know. And so it kind of spiraled out of control because I was not expecting so many people to be so interested. I was mm-hmm. so so happy to see so many people interested to help out and they were like let's make this into an into a, a group into yeah. a thing yeah. not just a, a a blanket drive let's make it into a, a, a group yeah, yeah yeah and so i thought that was an amazing idea and we have people in the group who have really brought this this whole quote-unquote operation as it started as yeah from the grounds up and it's wow I, I think honestly it's it's pretty amazing that's great um i mean i've seen posts i've seen i mean you guys do i think incredible things for the community especially um in the county that we're in it's you know there's so many statistics things sorry i'm stuttering um, there's so many statistics and you hear so many um, horrible facts or infographics about here, but I think that what you're doing is impactful in a positive way. I think it is in a few aspects, but deep down, I feel like it's also very redundant in a okay. few ways because... You know what? Yeah. I. It, it is. Let me ask you something right okay, now. Okay, go ahead. No, I want to. I want you to speak. First. Okay, so what the the whole the whole way this works is we're like a we're like a machine, man. Yeah, we have so many moving parts, and there's people in charge of areas. That we have like uh, I think it's six leaders that each have their own area where they yeah. where they lead in. I mean, you're talking about social media outreach, uh, events, all that fun stuff, right? And yeah. so. They're focused on their own thing and, and, and all that fun stuff. And we distribute food every two weeks. But I think what we need to focus on a little bit more and sh- change or sh- shift our strategy is putting a lot of pressure into our local officials. I mean, and the, the reason I say that this is redundant is because if we had an infinite amount of money we would be distributing food every day for the rest of our lives 
and the problem would not end. Okay. And that's what I mean where it feels redundant and it's kind of frustrating because we're helping out but the, 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 that's not the, the 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 goal should be to eradicate the the root of the problem, right. not just subside it. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, just the question that I wanted to ask, like, where, like, at one point, do you think you've surpassed like a correct point to kind of solve a problem, or like, what what would be the correct solution to solve this type of problem? Um, like you said, you can have as much money as you want. There's still going to be um, a problem. Well, I mean, okay. So speaking specifically about the Imperial Valley, yeah, we have around 14. Ricky just dropped his coffee. That's, That's okay. so embarrassing. That's okay. The barista is nope. looking at you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you got to get scared, girl. <laughs> so um, what was I getting at? They're really nice here, by the way. Nice people. Nice well, people. one time. One time what? They're nice one time? No, one time this barista was mean to me. Oh, she was mean to you? No, he was. Oh, he was mean to you. Well, you know what? Maybe they. They were mean to you. Which one is it? Is it the one with the purple hair? I think he's really... Well, this was when, they, when, like, when this Starbucks opened up. Oh, then I don't know. I mean, the, the one who's always taking my orders is this barista with, with the... One time I accidentally tweeted bartender, Starbucks bartender instead of barista. Right. But that's a different story. So I, I there's this barista, barista, I can't pronounce the word barista with purple hair. And he's super dope. He's okay. super chill. Anyways, what I was getting at. Um, so there's around 1,400 unhoused individuals here in the Imperial Valley. All right. Um, it was 1,100, but this was pre-COVID. Right. So you can imagine the, the number skyrocketing after More uh, with yeah. COVID. So... The thing is that here in the Imperial Valley, um, you have the county uh, sort of playing a hot potato with uh, the the with the cities right. and uh, Imperial Valley Behavioral Services. Okay. Okay. So you have the county throwing the potato the the city. So you the city of El Centro and then El Centro turning it to Imperial Valley uh, Behavioral Services, and so they're all saying. This is not my job to fix. This is your job. You should use funding to fix this. And they're all just throwing the ball at each other. No one's fixing anything. So there's there's no funding from local officials. We get funding but from the state and it's and it's these nonprofits that get the funding, not local officials. And that's really frustrating to me because it shouldn't be the job of these nonprofits to fix this. I mean, so why? Why should it be their job for private nonprofits or private groups to fix an epidemic of a house? Right. It should be the city's responsibility, and the city should subsidize either housing, should provide um, work, it should at the very least provide cooling centers. But there's yeah. no cooling centers. I mean, it gets up to, what was it, three weeks ago, 118 degrees for oh, those yeah. who don't live in the U.S. because the U.S. is the only stupid or country. not that, even here. Like, well, no, no, I mean, the only the only stupid country that uses a metric system, that's around 48 degrees Celsius. Okay. So extremely hot. And we don't even have cooling centers. It's like, seriously? And the only cooling centers we have, I mean, are you really expecting people to go walk half a city to get, it, it just does not make sense it does not make sense okay so let me ask you this recently um i saw a newly built newly brought up or built affordable housing on i believe it's the north side of el centro it is how does that fix that or how doesn't it fix it and what do you think would be like the correct way so interestingly that is for low-income college students Really? Yes. So okay. you're talking the one that's next to Lowe's, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's aimed for college students, and okay. it's low-income college students. Um, a few of these college students are unhoused, though. Okay. That is important. And so this is funded by, uh, I believe it's funded by the state, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I think it was a great idea. It was a great idea. 
to provide housing for college students who do not have the opportunity to uh, provide for themselves. I mean, I mean, it's pretty hard being a full-time student on its own. Now imagine being a full-time student and also expecting to be a full-time worker. So Absolutely. you can, I mean, so you can pay for rent. It doesn't make sense. So a lot of these students are coming from, from uh, Mexicali. Yeah. And so they provided um, this housing. I think it's free. I'm not too I'm not too keen on the details, but I think it was an amazing opportunity, and they should really, really do more stuff like this because it's yeah needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just one more question before we can maybe move on. Maybe take a break if you want to. Um, all right. So whenever I'm here in the Imperial Valley, I like to go to local businesses because okay. I like to shop small. Um, I believe that local businesses really are the heartbeat of. A community and it brings an in income to I don't know our local economy that's my opinion maybe it's different whatever um, I talked to a lot of people because back when I believe the unhoused community was more rampant or more like it was more of an epidemic like you saw it a lot like yeah. these, these business uh, these business owners said that they saw it a lot and it was something that worried them but not really like they're gonna do anything about. So, um, me and my brother went ahead and asked, like, "Oh, have you talked to any of these um, unhoused people? Or like, what are their stories?" From what I heard, it's um, San Diego County, Orange County, Los Angeles County gentrification. Um, some officers just kind of walk up and say, "Here, take hundred bucks and a ticket to Los Angeles, California." They get on the Greyhound and. They come off and they really don't know where to do. I mean, it's like at a hundred dollar, I mean, a hundred um, degree Fahrenheit place here. They really don't know what to do. They're on the street. I mean, I don't want to say like thoughts, but also like, what? What's your input in that? Do you think it's that's maybe true or that may? I don't know how to say it. So I think. What I'm understanding from what you're saying is that in the San Diego area, some individuals will play a role by migrating unhoused people to right, right, to right, 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 right. Uh, I mean, I had never heard of that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how true that is, but it seems like a plausible thing. But it also seems like an expensively plausible thing. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I asked, like, well, here, are, like, our local business areas, like downtown. And that's um, where some people see, like, more unhoused people kind of wandering around. Yeah. Um, and if I go, like, door to door to place, they say, yeah, I mean, they came from Orange County. Some came from, like, Mexicali. Some came from San Diego. Here's a ticket to El Centro. Here's a ticket to Brawley. Here's a ticket to Lexco. Bye. I mean, it's probably true. It's probably may not be true, but at the end of the day, how how relevant is that in the sense, right? That we I, still we still have a problem, and even if that were to be true, if we had the right resources allocated, that wouldn't really be a problem because I don't think we're getting a huge influx of people. If what if what they're saying is true, I don't think we're just getting a, a influx of hundreds. Of unhoused individuals, I mean, you would be talking about a couple, maybe a couple dozen of. Yeah. Of, of, so, with the right research is allocated, we could definitely tackle that with no issue. So, and here's the thing about local businesses: local businesses hate. They, 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 they're the biggest. You, you mentioned that you think local businesses are, are the heartbeat of a local community, and to a certain extent they are. But personally, yeah. oh my god, I have my I have my reservations about local no, businesses. No, I mean I can go into it too. I mean, I don't want to go into like my form of like community service when I volunteer at the hospital. But I mean, I'm out of contract already, so I'm gonna say this: the hospitals here really don't care both in the healthcare side and the employment side, they have their side on money. And it's kind of like really disturbing sometimes how you see them treat specific people. Yeah. Um, 
And in that sense, yeah, I kind of have like lost my hope in like small businesses. But also, I don't know, like something about me really says like if someone has a passion to build, um, I mean, just a little business here in El Centro. And、um, I mean, I don't know if you heard like El Centro Project 2050.、Um, there's supposed to be a convention center right here in Dogwood by 2050. There's supposed to be like more local economy boost.、Um, And I mean, this is all done through like City of El Centro, City of Imperial. Like they've all coordinated something.、Um, that type of stuff kind of does fall through when the time comes to it. But to have that ideology to like give more credit to small businesses, I can recognize whether it comes true. I don't know, but I can just recognize the want to do it and having local economy take a big part in that. I think so too, but the problem with small businesses, in my opinion, is that you look at small businesses, and they are like an ant compared to big, big corporations, right? Right. You, you're not gonna have a small business, a, a local grocery store compared to Walmart or、right. Costco, right? So, you, you, they're, they're cornered. Local businesses are cornered into a position where they have to cut corners. In order to survive, all right. That means giving the lowest possible wage that the law may allow.、Um, it, cutting corners in in ways that a big corporation would not cut corners because they're big and they have to watch your back for legal action, right? So that's why I dislike local businesses.、Um, would I wish the things to be differently? I do. But man, it's most of the times that local businesses are the ones that exploit the most. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's like, and and it's like for what for the sake of a local business surviving? It's like, oh come on, give me a break. But I don't, I don't know. That's just that's just how I view local businesses. Maybe it's not very pro local of me, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean you can have your own like distinction. Yeah, yeah, of course.、Um, but yeah, we can take a little break. I know、cool. that Starbucks workers said something. Yeah, he said that they are gonna close in fifteen minutes. I think. All right, cool, dude. We can do like a little five minute section after this. Hey guys, it's Ricky again. Twenty twenty two. Hello. Yeah, I mean. Being part of something and being part of a a community task is kind of definitely something that needs to be recognized.、Um, and listening back to this episode, so I'm listening to the episode with you guys. By the way, I don't know if I prefaced that in the beginning. I'm listening to the episode with you guys、um, as I'm editing it. And wow, I mean, it's it's definitely eye opening. Like I never really thought of these deep topics. Like even episode seven, or I mean, even episode like episode five, like. I never really thought of like delving into like deep emotional. Well, not really emotional, but just like stuff that's not really talked about.、Um, yeah. Okay, this is the end of break. <laughs> and we're back. How are you doing? I I'm doing fine. I, as of 15 minutes ago, that we 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 took the break. I'm good. That was a two minute break. Okay, Ricky, don't gaslight me. You know what? <laughs> Gaslight. Oh my god. Girl boss. Oh、What's、my god.、There? Manipulate, mansplain. What? What's the third one? It's manipulate, mansplain, gaslight, or something. Yeah, I think it's the MMG. Anyways, um, you wanted to do some lightning round of questions. Yeah. Oh, that's that's what I was looking for. The the word I was looking for. Lightning round questions. There you go. All right. Shoot me. I'm an open book. There's no boundaries with me. Do you want to do the after show? What is that?、Um, oh, the the music you were、yeah. showing me. Well, we can do whatever you want, man. This is your show. Let's do that afterwards.、Though. Okay. All right. Um, because I was gonna ask like what your favorite song was, but we'll get into that later. Oh, interesting. Um, let's see, let's let's see. What did you do today? You know what? What did you have for breakfast? What did I have for breakfast? So today for breakfast I had. 
Interestingly enough, I went to this rat place called Joy Juice. It is on Adams, yeah, exactly about. Yeah. Adams and LaBruchery. Adams and LaBruchery. Okay. And, is that a local business? Eh? Is that a local business? It is business? a local business. I know I was kind of shit talking local businesses, but the only reason, look, hear me out. The only reason I went is because my friend works there, all right? And I love him, and I wanted to go see him because this is the fr- I, I had never seen him work, and so he barely got this job like last month. And you know, I was really ec- ecstatic to go watch him work. So I go and everything, and it's really good. I think it's the only place in the valley where I see they sell protein shakes. I know there's there's places that sell sell protein shakes, but I mean that they actually put protein powder in it, like they actually put whey protein. No way. It is, yeah. <laughs> and I got a Chipotle wrap. Chipotle chicken wrap. Chipotle. Do you think Chipotle should come to our valley? Oh, my God. Have you had I Chipotle? mean, it would be a good di- diversification of what we already have. I mean, fuck it. Why not? How about Chick-fil-A? Sure. Really? I mean, sure. Why not? All right. Um... Let's see, let's see, let's let's see. I mean, what were you doing before we went on this podcast? Oh, Jesus. So, oh, look, it's a cop passing by. Say hello to the cops. Um, so what was I doing? I got out of my shift of work. I went home. I ate. What did I eat today? Let me think. My memory's foggy. Oh, I ate some carne asada today. Really good. I'm really aiming with this whole protein thing, man. Like I'm, I am really? consuming protein to the max. And so then after that, I came here uh, and worked on uh, homework and some shit I have to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of like that protein stuff, I mean, I can talk about this on a whole another episode, maybe even like by myself. But I've been on a diet. Oh, have you? Yeah. Awesome. Really? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm asking like genuinely. Like, yeah, I lost like around 40 pounds. It's around what? Like 40 pounds. Oh, really? Wow. that That's incredible. Yeah. Thanks. Wow. Congratulations, dude. Honestly. And you want to know why? Because I, I, I lost only 10 pounds. And that was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. What time frame though? <laughs> uh, two weeks. Well, I lost ten pounds in one week. No way! Hey, first, you gotta the drop the hey, you gotta drop the formula, man. Because I mean, that's pretty impressive. Just eat salads. Just eat salads. Yeah. But dressing? Can I put dressing on it? Nope. Oh my god. It's good. I mean, I sometimes don't know. I understand like when people are like are like celebrities or like I like a salad or like I like no, but it's because like, a little shake. I know I love salads, but man, you got to do it right. You got to put the chicken. You, know you got to okay, put yeah, the chicken. But the ranch dressing chicken, too. Cheese. cheese too. No, come on. Water. What do you mean that's Water it? Is like the what about croutons? High carbs. Yeah, man. Anyways, yeah, carbs anyways, are good after the pedo, bro. I don't drink. Oh, you don't drink? No. Neither do I. I'm twenty. Yeah, I'm nine, twenty too. Oh, about to be twenty, so I can't drink. Wink, wink. When's your birthday? <laughs> December. I'm a Sagittarius. Sagittits. Well, I'm actually going to be in, actually gonna be in school, but you should hit me up if you want me here. Oh, I will hit you up, and then we'll go party at Max. I've never done that. You've never. You've never. Yo. I just I, want to point out. I just want to point out. I was senior class president. You were ASB president. Oh, that's true. We have presidents to fill. Yeah, we do. Hey, but you know what? Fuck it, bro. That was high school. High school is very important to me. It is. You know why? It's a stepping stone. Because some people said like, "Oh, I could have peaked in high school," and they did peak in high school. And it's just funny to me because it's like, I know that some form of me did peak in high school, but seeing that I'm like blowing up right now, it's like, well, I, I think see some people, I don't want to throw shade, but I see some people doing nothing with their life. I, I think an a internal part of us peaks in high school or stays in high school rather. Um, yeah, a part of us dies in high school, dude. It's it, honestly, it dies. It stays there. 
and it should die and it should stay there. I think that's well, the I'm gonna come back to high school, so it's like. Well, I mean, if you if you look at yourself when you entered those gates, freshman year. All right, before we got rudely interrupted by that Starbucks worker telling us to leave. I mean, that's his job, Ricky. You don't need to be rude about that. <laughs> no, I mean, that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were just closing out the show. You were talking about, what were you talking about? What were we talking about? That's a great question. But I think at the end of the day, what we need to focus on. Oh, the local businesses. No, we weren't talking about that. Yeah, because I said, fuck local businesses. And then I said, I went to the... Uh, Joy Juice thing, Oh yeah, but the Chipotle, there, so. and then we went into protein, and then I said drop the workout routine or the oh, diet yeah. because yeah. you said you lost forty pounds, and I only lost ten pounds in two weeks, and you lost the same in half the time, which is amazing. So you should really drop a tutorial there. Yeah, a DIY, do it yourself. Well, I did it myself, so you did it yourself exactly. <laughs> well, anyways, so I think we're just gonna end the episode. Awesome. You can go ahead and plug your things. What do you want to plug? What does that mean? Um, what do you have a website? Oh, like maybe a uh, LinkedIn. Okay, <laughs> I don't have LinkedIn. Damn. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So let's see. Let's start off with the most important thing. I think we can all agree the most important aspect of me is my Twitter, right? I engage the room, and they all agree. So. They're all being haters right now, but it basically. Is this so, like, the government can't track you, bro? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is. All right. So, it's... My handle is at I-T-S underscore Y-O-M-A-R. And that's for anything. That's for my Instagram, too. So, when you read it out loud, it's it's underscore Yomar. The lawyer. I'm just kidding, though. No, not, not yet, though. Not yet. But, yeah. So um, you'll you'll get a blast reading my tweets. It's basically a, an inside. Look, this is a whole thing, okay? If you're gonna start talking to someone, why the fuck are you looking through their Snap score or through their Instagram? That's not what you do. That's not what you do. You look through their Twitter, bro. That's the whole. That's that's a secret. Sounds like you're aggressive about meeting new people. I am aggressive, but that's why you have to look through their likes and you just, dude. Do not look through someone's retweets. Look through their likes. Trust me, that carry this lesson All right. for the next five years, and you'll be good. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, hey, man, it's solid advice. I'm just saying. I'm just putting that I out there. I think it's solid advice for your own self. Um, uh, let me try to think. Yeah, I think if that's the advice you want to give out there, your last word. Yeah, that is my last word. Drop mic. Alright, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Skyvery. And like always, stay tuned for the after show where we get to talk about music. And I don't know. Alright, thank you guys. Thanks. And with that, I hope that you enjoyed um, episode 8 of, I guess, season 1 of Skyvery. Um, I know that it took me like a really long time to like edit, technically. Um, but, I mean... I think in a future episode or maybe in another kind of world, I would like to explain why um, I uh, took such a long time. But I'm glad that this episode is out there. Um, I really do want to pay thanks and pay my respects for having Yomar on the show and being so patient with their episode releasing in the time frame of five months. Um, but yeah, I hope that you enjoyed uh, this week's episode of Skyvery. Um, even though I didn't really give any modern insight um i'm glad that i have this episode out there all right <laughs> see you next week <laughs>